Just let me know when we're rolling. I went to beach and then I went to Renton. Okay, beach and Renton. Yep. I went to beach, got in too much trouble. My parents was like, ah, try us out of there. Go to Renton. And I did I hated so my sophomore year, like at the end of the school year, uh-huh. this was like the last like two or three days of the school year, my parents took me to Renton. Just to like, you know, show me around and like have like a guidance counselor show me and all that type of stuff. And I was like, man, I definitely don't want to do this. I, don't want, I didn't want to even want to go to beach. But when I got to beach, all my people was there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My family's there, my friends, all that. Man, I got to Renton. I seen them girls. I was about to say, Renton used to always have the honey, though. Fam. <laughs> now I realize that. Yeah. And they had the brand new, and it was a brand new school because they had done all the remodels and all that. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. It makes sense. I was like, oh, yeah, we here? That's what we're doing? And then I seen a bunch of cats that I went to like either middle school or like elementary school with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, real interesting fact: uh, when I went to preschool at Zion, right, like the old building, Zion, uh, there was four of us, four or five of us that graduated together. It was me, uh, my boy Two Ray Fields, Justin Cook, uh, Thomas Landry, and uh, Keith. Man, what's Keith's last name? Damn, I can't remember Keith's last name. But anyway, so uh, we all ended up graduating high school together. Oh, we started preschool together, so we got pictures. You know, saying from like the the back of Zion with the kente cloth. You know, what I'm saying with the kente hats and all that. Yeah. Uh, and then we got graduation photos, like graduating high school together. That's dope. So that's tight. That's yeah. Dope. Yep. We ready. So that's real dope. Uh, everybody but Toure, because I think Toure ended up graduating from like some school in like either Federal or Des Moines or something like that. But okay, me, Justin, Thomas, and Keith, um, we all ended up Keith Porter Davis. Yep. Okay. So we all ended up graduating high school together. So that was tight. So we got, like, like I said, we got the preschool, pre-K, mm-hmm. Zion, whatever. You're saying the graduation stuff. So that's tight. I ain't got no story like that. I mean, okay. the closest I got to it is <laughs> <laughs> the homies that went to Garfield. So, so on our graduation day, you know how Seattle public schools do the graduations. It's like a school graduated three, another one graduates at five, mm-hmm. and another one graduates at seven. Yeah. My graduation was at five. Mm-hmm. Garfield's graduation was at seven. Wait, you graduated from where though? Roosevelt. Okay, gotcha. So, Garfield's graduation was after ours. So, mm-hmm. I graduated, walked, went to interagency's graduation because I had some partners that graduated from there. Gotcha. Yeah. And went right back to Garfield's graduation because I had partners graduating from there. So, gotcha. That's the closest thing what, I got. Is that, was that Memorial? Yeah, yeah. Ours was at Memorial, and the interagency's graduation was at the exhibition hall. So okay. it, it was all walking distance. Right, like, right, right. All right. Let's bounce over here real quick, and then bounce back. Like yeah. all we gonna miss is the valedictorian speaking. We don't care about that person anyway. Obviously, yeah, you even know who that person <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, we don't care about that person <clears> anyway. <throat> so we finished. Really, we just want to be able to scream when the homies walk across the yeah, stage. Of course. And so, yeah, yeah. Man, our graduation man from Renton. Um, so we had this principal. Um, I hated her. We all hated her. <laughs> she was uh I don't even want to use this term, but she was she was bad, man. Uh-huh. Um she was like, you know, you can't really celebrate. She was she said uh graduation was a, a privilege. I'm like, duh, what do you mean a privilege? I worked four years for this. Right. To get to this point. It's not a privilege, but it's a celebration, you know. So they were like, You can't, you know, cheer for people, you can't have balloons and all that type of stuff. We had tickets for, you know, each family mm-hmm. and all that. They tried to limit the amount of tickets that we had. And so I was always, everybody in my class I graduated with always knew me as a type person to just say, fuck it. Yeah, where was your graduation <clears> at? At the Maiden Bower Center out in uh, Bellevue. Got it, got it, got it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, the day of graduation, me and my best friend, Che, 
we went and got our hair cut before, you know what I'm saying? We showed up actually kind of late. Uh-huh. Uh, my girl at the time <laughs> like had like my robe and you know all that type of shit. And she was like, you almost missed it. Da, 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 da. And like I said, you know my personality, bro. I've been like this my whole life. So I was just really like in a fucking mood. So you wasn't going to tell me not to celebrate or celebrate like my people walking across the stage and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as we're going, you know, people's crossing the stage. I remember my guy, uh, Alex Rankin, went uh-huh. right before me. His last name was Rankin. My last name is Reese. He went right before me. I'm cheering big. You know what I mean? So we, as as I'm walking across the stage, finally they call my name and walk across the stage. They like, you know, shake hands with whoever. Nah, fuck that. I don't want to shake hands with you at all. Get my diploma. You've always tried to ruin this experience for us. You know what I'm saying? My mom, my dad, they stood up, cheer hella loud, chase parents, cheer hella loud. Like, it was it was a great cheering section, but like, I hated that whole experience, man. That's uh, like super unfortunate. My little brother graduated from O'Day, mm-hmm. and their graduation was in a chapel. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, I, this is back when I was still light, lightweight active. I was hustling and shit, whatever. So, I uh, make sure I made it to his graduation. So we're there. I mean, me and Chris, me and my right. brother was here. My dad was here. And like, we're all just sitting there. And they're like, please hold your applause till the end. Like, they, they give us that. I'm like, Psh. I look at Chris immediately like, nigga, you know what's going down, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, oh, you ain't going to do it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> such and such Olsen. <laughs> such and such Owens. Michael O's, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. I'm, I'm in there like I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Loud. And he, Chris, <laughs> Chris got a he, he got loud too, but he's like, bro, I ain't think you was gonna be that loud. Nah, bro, my little brother just graduated. Of course, what, yeah. what they gonna do? Kick us out? I already seen him walk. I don't exactly, care no more. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I don't care no more. I already seen what I was here for, him. so yeah. it don't matter. Nah, I meet him outside. It's good. Like if he better not be embarrassed. <laughs> when I heard when um, and I, I can't remember this principal's name, man. Anybody that's listening to this, if you went to Britain, you know what I'm talking about. A lady with short hair, short nappy hair, who cried over the intercom every three <laughs> fucking weeks. Um, yeah, man, she just uh, like when she said graduation was a, um, it was a privilege, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not, I'm not. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like that's confusing to me. Right. We worked for this for four years. You know, some cats work five years for this. Right. You know what I mean? What do you mean it's a privilege? Like you're allowing us to do this? Right. No, we're definitely gonna turn up. We're gonna celebrate. That's an issue that I have with like some of the educators who hold themselves in really high esteem. That's all I really like Mr. Howard. Cause he seen I don't know if he would say something like that, but he seems like he would say something like that. He uh Mr. Howard, I didn't even go to Garfield, dog. And I remember Mr. Howard kicking me off the football field. I used to work for the uh, Seattle Medium, Chris Bennett and and his dad. Mm-hmm. Um I used to do uh the sideline reporting for high school football and college football. Mm-hmm. I'm on the sideline, man, one of the games. A couple students recognize me, you know. I said, what's up? Leave everybody alone. Mr. Howard walks up to me, and he's like, you know, you got to get off the sideline. I'm like, I'm here with the paper. I'm media. Right. There's no way you can kick me off the sideline. I don't know. What are you talking about? You know? And he's like, you know, you're, you're a distraction to the student section and this and that. Just because I know people for him doesn't mean that I'm I'm not even doing anything. You right. know? I'm actually standing away from the team even. I'm not interacting with the players or the coaches or none of that, you know? And he was like, you know, well, I'm going I'm to ask you to leave. I said, my boy. This is Memorial Stadium. You don't work here. <laughs> Neither one of us work here, fam. There's no way you're getting me to get me to get up out of here, get me to leave. He was like, you know, I could write a letter to your employer. I said, that's a lot. You're doing a lot right now. That's hella extra. Right. And just based off of that, and then we, um, I think it was like 2006, man, we was helping um, my guy, uh, Tyrone Crosby, they were trying to do Bubble and Brown. They were mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, to school, but 
the way Tyrone had everything set up Coach was that. T, that's yeah, my Coach dog. T. That's yeah. my guy. <laughs> but they didn't have like a home school. There was a lot of, you know, we're cutting up. It is, you know, girls from every school. Right. You know, San Franklin, Garfield, Cleveland, Renton, Beach, you know, wherever. Right. So they um and and um I think Garfield was hosting Bubble and Brown that year. Mm-hmm. But it was at UW and they wouldn't allow for um for coach to have a team. And they're like, if they have a team, they can't compete. They can perform, but they can't compete. And I looked, and I was thinking, like, and and Che and I, um, you know, we really petitioned for them, you know, for that to happen. Because it was like, you can't deny, like, these young ladies who've been dancing together forever. Like, if they go to, like, Cleveland or go to their native school, they might have a dance team that's terrible. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's sanctioned by the school, but they may not be with shit, you know? They might be horrible. And, you know, I was like, this, like for some of these young ladies, it's like their last time being able to dance together. Like, this is the last... They're seniors getting ready to dance for, you know, uh, Bubble and Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a huge event. It's at UW this year. Like, it's popping, you know? And, uh, you know, Mr. Howard stood in the way of that. And so they got a chance to compete. I mean, well, they got a chance to perform. And they performed last, but they couldn't compete because, again, like I said, there were girls from, you know, every school. And I don't even think Cleveland had a team that year. And so it was just like, you're really, like, shitting on, like, like, the like dreams it. of, like, these young ladies. You know, and some of these young men as well. Like, some of, you know, they had male dancers also. Yeah, that, that's just weak because it's like uh, in Seattle we have a black population, but we don't have black spaces. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of them situations where I feel like um, a black person of power should have been able to step in and utilize that to be like, nah, like, <laughs> I understand where these people are coming from. I understand that. Right. Like, because everybody know cutting up. It's like a whole black squad. They cutting might up is a staple within like, the community. You know, Absolutely. Like, so it's just like these people have been performing together since kids. Some of these people have been on cutting up since middle school. Yep. Some people have been on. Cutting up is a family. Like, you feel me? Yeah. They, matter of fact, I want to say like a year or two ago, they just had a reunion. Mm-hmm. And they had like a whole bunch of dancers. Like, yeah. Oh, I wasn't cutting up back in all three, and it's just, whoa. <laughs> okay. You got people that are in between the ages of 17 all the way up to 30. You know what I mean? That's and how long Tyrone's like, been holding you, it down. You know, like, yeah. so it was just like, I feel like uh, in Seattle, we don't capitalize on being able to push things that are of our culture for our culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's weak. Like, yeah, you got a bunch of people from different schools and stuff, but... They should still be able to perform. Well, of course. And I people think have that... football teams. My father cut you off, but no, people yeah. have football teams of people who don't go to that school. Mm-hmm. People go to South Lake, they play for Random Beach. They go to interagency, they play for Franklin, like whatever the situation may be. I don't knock that at all. I feel like right. that's that's perfectly fine. But I feel like that is that right there could be like the opportunity that somebody was robbed of. To mm-hmm. be able to move forward with anything, like I feel like, especially in the dance space, because it's not like an established institution like football, basketball. You know, like you know, if you go to beach, you got a good team, right? Like whether you win state that year or not, or whatever, right? Beach, Franklin, Garfield, Cleveland. You know, like these are even um like Decatur, like Federal Way. You know, what I'm saying even some of those schools out there, you know what you're getting yourself into, mm-hmm. right? In the dance space, I feel like if you take that opportunity away from the youth, with Bubble and Brown being as big as it was at that time, and even you know. um Cuttings help bring it back, you know. Right. Um, you know, that's a friend space. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these dancers like have their own uh dance cliques and, and dance posses or whatever. Right. right. I feel like for somebody like a, somebody who's a legacy dancer like in the Seattle area, like a Isaac, you know, or 
obviously Coach T's been doing his thing for however many years from when they were like written soul shakers to now, you mm-hmm. know, helping Harold and, you know, shepherd like these young men and women. Um, for you to try to take that opportunity away from them because of a, a technicality, like they don't have a school that they belong to. It's like, my, my boy, come on. Just because you're the hosting, you're the principal of the hosting school this year, you're going to try to enforce that rule. But what happens when you cast someone out? Like, I, I honestly feel like as an educator, you have to be the type of person that, again, wants to help shepherd the youth. You right, know, it's right. not like they, it's not like they, you know, had some like type of super team or all star team. It's literally their school didn't have X Y Z. They're doing this on their own time and accord. They're buying their own uniforms. They're buying their own equipment. You know, their own props and all this. They're putting their time, money, and effort into this. Who are you to try to take that away from them? So that made me that 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 really. I don't know, Mister Howard, on such a personal level. I can just say, you know, from the brief experiences I've had, I've talked to people who said that he's he helped them get through high school, helped them get to college, right? And that's an amazing thing, and right. you know, I think that should be, um, you know, commended. I just in the brief, in the brief experience that I had with him, that was my experience, um, you know. So I mean, hopefully, you know, he's taking on more of a spirit of, you know, just helping out youth that are in need, you know, mm-hmm. and people that don't have the opportunities that some others would have. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I just kind of felt like that was kind of low at that time. Agreed. That was it. Um, okay, we don't even have a formal introduction just yet. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone. This is the re show. We're at episode fifty seven. We didn't get shut down. There was an attempt to shut us down, <laughs> <laughs> quite literally. Uh, but we're here. We're rocking. We got new digs. Um, shout out my man. Oh, thank you, sir, for inviting us into your space. To be able to record, uh, I got my guy Trey O's here. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing, doing well? good, yeah. Thank you for joining me. Um, the twins will be um, permanent co-hosts on the show. They couldn't make it this evening. It is snowing outside, so you know they they had to uh, to kiss it. I know. Um, really had the girls. Um, I think um, Skyler's daycare was shut down or something like that. So yeah, he's at the girls all day. Couldn't get away. Living Skyway, really hilly, snowing outside. Don't risk your life, you know to entertain people and this was kind of last minute i talked to o this morning and i asked him if, I, if we could come down and record i don't want to miss a week i wanted us to continue to be consistent um trey was available so thank you sir I heard you <laughs> yeah no problem you my guy dog bro bro got a uh a dope ass um willie beeman jersey man the sharks <laughs> that jersey is hard that movie is one of my favorites man it's, it's tight everybody like that movie not nah, uh i had seen it uh and uh, I was conflicted. Matter of fact, when I was gonna grab a jersey, because it was either this one or it was uh, the Bobby Boucher jersey. You can't get the Bobby Boucher over there, Willie Beeman. I was just gonna get the Bobby Boucher because at the time, like I the was mud just, dogs. I, I was just having money. It was a nice orange color. Like it was, it was raining. That beach orange colors, and brown. I, nah, it was orange and blue. Was it? Yeah, they made it like it looked like a rain, like a, a finished Rainier Beach jersey. I'd have been, been proud of you actually. And so I was gonna grab it. But my partner Drake, he was just like, nah, you gotta get the beaming, bro. You yeah. gotta get the beaming. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna grab it. And I grabbed it. And it was before, matter of fact, I grabbed the beaming jersey uh-huh. before the first CD reunion party. So I grabbed it. Uh, what was that, two years ago? Three years yep. ago? No, it was two years ago. Two years ago, ago. okay, got you. 2017. Okay. And so um, when I grabbed the jersey, I was like, I'm shuffling around like, what am I going to wear to this joint? I'm wearing this. That jersey is hard, I'm, bro. I was like, I'm wearing this. I'm wearing this. I had Where'd a, you get it from? The Seattle team shop. Really? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got it. They, uh, I want to say this is in 2017, they pushed out a line of like, um, like movie what type jerseys. Them? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I've seen they got the Mighty Ducks joints in there, they and I really want to. I really want a Charlie Conway jersey, and I really want a Jesse Hall jersey. They got the Mighty Ducks joint in there. They got the thing from uh, uh, what is the bench warmers? Okay. They got the thing from uh, 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 they got Bobby Boucher, Willie Beeman. They they had like almost any movie you could think of with a sport mm. in it. They had um, Longest Yard. Adam oh, okay. character. They had his jersey in there. I can't think of it right now, and it's, <clears throat> it's bothering me. But they had his jersey in there. Like they they had like all the movie theaters jerseys, and then on the, on the tag for the jersey, like right here, it'll tell you where the, the jersey comes from and, and the player and all that, and the player and all the stuff. That's dope, so. man. I'm trying to tell you, bro. That jersey's fire. The Sharks, man. <laughs> I remember. I remember the celebration. Any given Sunday is one of my favorite movies, man. It's one I of love the best that movie. I, I love watch. it. Al Pacino is definitely on my Mount Rushmore of, of actors. Has to be. Um, yeah, man. Um, who's in that movie, man? Al Pacino, Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellamy um, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Fox, LL Cool, cool J, Lawrence uh, Taylor's in that. Uh, you're talking about uh, Carmen Diaz. Carmen Diaz is in it. Cameron Diaz. Cameron sorry. Diaz. My fault. My fault. Um, hey, she was in the mask. Yeah. Um, Looking hella Latina in the mask and hasn't looked that dark since. Heard you. So <laughs> the heard Holiday you. is one of my favorite movies too, as well. She's in that movie. Uh, Looking hella white. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so it's just like it had when you go back to like '90s films and you watching me like, damn, this had an all star cast. Yeah. But then, like a lot of look, a lot of unknowns and a lot of people coming up, a lot of more chances were taken back then. Yeah, or it, it, it and, and it's like like now, like these people now are on the hierarchy of actor, a list, everything. Yeah, you feel me? And so it's like, damn, yeah, all these a list actors back then. So in my mind, I kind of think like, yeah, they started from somewhere because I know this movie wasn't budgeted to be able to fit all these yeah, no, not at all. actors. But, back every, in, but, but it was at a it was at an age in the nineties where everybody just wanted to be part of a film. Like right. again, you look at any given Sunday, look at the amount of NFL players that they had. Like Terrell Owens was in that. Uh, what? Like I said, Lawrence Taylor was in it. Um, who else, man? Ricky Waters was in it actually mm-hmm. at the time. Um, just too many people. Tony Saragusa was in it actually uh, for a brief second. Uh, Aaron Eckhart was in that movie. Just a ton of A-list celebrities, and it's like people that could have got the bad. Who else, man? Um, um, uh, what's the old boy's name? The super racist dude, James Woods. James Woods was in it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Too many. Layla Rashawn was in it. Too many people. Yeah, I dream of ensemble casts like that. You know, growing up, I wanted to be an actor. Still do, which is why I've been doing these, uh, you know, these stand-ups every so often. Uh, we're gonna make it one day. I'm gonna be able to put all my people in the film. It's gonna be tight. He said, I'm gonna put up my people in the film. It's gonna be good. They yeah. had Dennis Quaid in it. Dennis Quaid was the uh quarterback. Yep. He was the starting quarterback. He was the um Captain Jack. They had James Cap Captain Rooney. They had Jim Brown in it. Jim Brown was the coach. Yep. Defensive they had just like squad in this whole movie, and it's crazy, like just the cast list that they had were like in today's world now, you know that if they could get this cast, a lot of people got tax problems. Cause yeah, real quick question for you. Heard you. Um, I know it's kind of off kilter, but I do want to ask because this question keeps getting asked. Best um, best rapper turned actor. I bring it up because LL was in that was in that. Um, Don't you say Will Smith? Oh, I wasn't. I was gonna say Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah. The best though, like as far as ability or just. No, no, no. 
I, I might have to sit on this for a little bit because this is like a, a random one. Um, Ice Cube's really good. L's really good. I wouldn't say Will Smith because I feel like he had more of an acting career and he rapped. Even though he was a rapper first. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I, like, I know that for a fact. He was a rapper yeah. first, but I feel like his traction as a rapper was picking up as his traction as an actor picked up. And it was mm-hmm. just like... He comes from 80s rap, though. He 88. Yeah, he won. The, he actually won the. What was he won the first Grammy, right? Yeah. For, for rap. 88, 80, 88 for like for sure. But back then, that's in a time when like you can release an album in eighty eight and you're still bubbling off that in ninety one. Yeah, is that so, true? So I feel like uh, my vote will go to LL. I think LL is the best uh, rapper turned actor. I think as far as ability, I think if you look at like the amount of the I'll different roles that he's had, I agree with you. Because you look at like any given Sunday, then you look at like a um, what was the other one that he had in the, in the nineties. Like was, you look at like Deliverance from Eva, Omar Epps, Deep Blue Sea. Was that? Deep Blue Sea was amazing. In too deep. When he in played too God, deep. bro, he sold that. Like in he, too he deep. Sold. Yeah. When he played God, what do you he, say? You you a cop, Jay Reed? He was like, you ain't no cop. You ain't no cop, Jay Reed. Jay Reed, you yeah. ain't no cop. Like, and then uh, do you remember that show he was in in the house? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my joint. Him, yeah. what was it? Maya Wilson, uh, Debbie Allen. Yep. Yeah, yep. man. L-O, yeah, on UPN. Yep, absolutely. UPN eleven. <laughs> All right, man. So this is why I asked you to come here. One, congratulations again, my man. We went <laughs> to um, we went to the reception for your wedding, uh-huh. um, which was like ten months removed. <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful time, bro. I, I appreciate the invitation, man. It was. Uh, a magnificent time. It was beautiful just to see all that love and they're celebrating you and your lovely wife and nah, you guys' union. That was great, um, man. And one, I do want to say um, the fact that you guys have like, you guys have a mixed family. Yeah. And I think it's a phenomenal thing. Um, shout out to, you know, Keon. Shout out to Legend. Shout out to Young Rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, you guys have a beautiful family. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, um, right. And your wife is dope. Because she, she makes sure she talks shit to me at every opportunity. That's tight. <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about relationships. All right. We talked a little bit about this offline earlier. We can go. Like, shoot, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure that she was good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to incriminate yourself or... Nah, no, no, no. Me and my wife, <clears throat> the one thing about us is like a lot of people get relationships with people. Yeah. And they are in that relationship for so long, they're like, forget it. The next thing is just marriage. We're... Everything that we did was like so unorthodox and it was crazy, but it worked for us. Like mm-hmm. it just worked for us. We talked about everything like from the day we met. From the day I met her, I've talked to her every day since the day I met her. Like and it's been like a, all day, every day since the day right. I met her. Right, right. And so we talk about everything. So like when you called and asked me the question, I was just like, Bro, her and I have talked about this like on we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Like so it's just like it's it's nothing. I feel like um, that creates a healthy relationship when you understand your partner, what they do, won't do, what they can and can't do, why they can and can't do it, the stem of whatever their issues or yeah. how they are come from. That's super important. And that's what we uh, do with each other a lot. So, yeah. I'm so, ready. so the question that I asked him was, um, you know, would you take your partner back after cheating? <laughs> and I have a really, um, let me explain my outlook on cheating. Uh-huh. I used to tell my ex all the time, like, I get it. Like, I understand cheating. I really do. I understand somebody being unhappy. I understand somebody feeling like they can't communicate with their partner. Um, I feel like, you know, and I'm not saying that is, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. Mm-hmm. I don't condone cheating. You know, I would stop you from cheating in a heartbeat. Um, not you. I don't I'm, cheat. I'm just, <laughs> you know what's funny about, 
I just want to let, let me. I don't cheat. I wonder what the statute of, the, the statute of limitations is on my old relationship. You know, let me say this, man, because I don't care no more at this point. But <laughs> all the shit that I got accused of, I didn't do. Heard you, black men don't and cheat. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> let me say. <laughs> black men don't cheat. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, appreciate you, sir. Um, but let me say this, man. I, I will say a lot of things I got accused of in my last relationship. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's how I get accused of? The mm-hmm. shit that I actually did is far beyond, like, how do you not know? Okay. Right. Let me not even, hey, look, this I'm going to get accused of, I'm not going to argue. Right. right? <laughs> <clears throat> and I feel like my ex hates me at this point in time. I hate her too, so it's cool. We can talk about all the shit. But the shit that I got away with, mm-hmm. the shit that I got away with, oh, man, it was fucking amazing. Sidebar, I do not approve of any Reese's getting away with none of this shit. Like, Nobody. Don't, and let me don't say this. think that I'm that guy today. No, hey, hey no. side sidebar, <laughs> no one approves of anything I do anyway. So <laughs> I'm just letting it be known. Did you just see... be like, Trey's on there. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Trey, did you just see me die on the internet these past couple weeks? Nah, I see. Look, this is what I've seen. <laughs> this is what I've seen. I'm going to keep it funky with you. And I told you this. I tell everybody <clears throat> this. We're actual friends. So when I first seen everything going down, I called you. Yes. And anything that I was suspicious about, I'm, Reese, what's up with this? Not, nah, I, yeah. I need explanation, whatever. Anything that I already knew about, we talked about. <laughs> and when we talked about it, I was just like, bro, what made you think that was cool? Not saying that you was at fault for everything, but it, I hold my friends accountable. So you have to, I don't course. feel wrong when the light is shine on my friends doing certain things that I'm like, all right, he did this. Is it is it that bad? Like, right. I got friends that shot people. <laughs> like, you no, know, I don't. And if I'm any police and, and listening I, to this. No, I don't. I just made that up. I hate to say it. <laughs> don't incriminate nobody. Thank you much. Um, and I and I hate to say it like this, man, because I don't mean to be like insensitive to the whole joint. But like, I, the more I think about a lot of the stuff that was said, like the more I look at it, like, so what? You know what I mean? And I'm not. And again, it's, I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who felt mm-hmm. offended, but like. It wasn't that serious, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, if you look at like everything, like in retrospect, like it was big at the time, it was big in the moment. But I'm looking at it like, who cares? You know what I mean? And I and I can answer to everything. That's the biggest thing for me. It wasn't no question I wasn't willing to answer because I'm such an open person mm-hmm. and I know myself and I know what I did. I know what I didn't do. So when you know things are being said, like I'm like at this at this point, at the time it was bigger and I wanted to treat it with more respect. You know, I wanted to treat it with the respect that it deserved. Right. Um, which is why, and I, I mentioned this on the last podcast, you know, you, Ronald Ronell, you know, Mattathias, everybody was like, bro, say something. I'm like, dog, there's not really much to say. Mm-hmm. I don't really have to come out and defend myself because it, some of these things are true, but it's not that big a deal. Like, who can... Anyway, I, ugh. We're not going to get into this. Nah, but I just. We're it's talking so, about cheating. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. But the times that I did cheat, it was just like, I got away with a lot. And I tried to explain through my relationship, like, yo, these would be the reasons why I would do this. I'm coming to you. I'm not being heard. I'm not happy, you know, at this point in time. Um, You're not saying anything to me that's reassuring in our relationship. You know, I'm not happy. And I love you to death. I really, really do. And I really want to make this thing where I think you're the love of my life, the last person I'm going to ever be with and all that. You know, but... I'm not being heard at home. I don't feel respected. I'm not feeling loved. You know, all the reasons why they give women the pass for, men go through the same emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that it's cool. I'm just saying, you know, you can understand why 
So like when, you know, I'll be talking to her about, you know, one of her friends cheating or somebody cheating would come up, you know, we see something on the internet. She was like, I can't believe. And I'm like, you, you can't understand why people cheat? Like if you can't understand why people cheat, bro, there's a problem. There's a disconnect here with your your logic and your reasoning. Like you're not existing in real life to me. Uh, I'm not saying that you have to condone it. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm listening. I'm listening. But if you can't understand why someone would step outside their relationship, you know, and I think that for everybody that cheats, I think if you get, if you catch your partner cheating, I think it's your responsibility to ask them just simple questions. Why did you do what you did? You know, and hear them out because people will tell you the truth. And a lot of times people reject that truth. It's like, nah, fam, like this is why I did what I did. You may not want to hear me on this, but this is exactly why, again, I didn't feel loved. I came to you, told you I was unhappy, tried to express myself, tried to have a conversation. Some people, not everyone does that. I was going to say, sometimes it's not even that deep. Sometimes it's just, oh, she had that booty. Oh, absolutely. And there, and there are people who are piece of shit out there, right? Right. Male and female. <laughs> right. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you just, you fall victim to your own lust and you feel like you just get away with it. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could, fam, when I told someone that one time, like, why'd you do this? I thought I could get away with it. It's as simple as that. They didn't want to hear me. Oh, it had to be deeper. No. I thought I'd get away with it, so I did it. So, um, go ahead. I'm gonna just interject a little bit. So, I've always said this: <clears throat> when men cheat, nine times out of ten, men, men cheat for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had fat ass. She was throwing it at me. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see if I could. I wanted to make sure I still got it. It's selfish reasons. Has nothing to do with the partner that they're dealing with at the time. Right. Nine times out of ten, when women cheat, it's for revenge. I don't believe that either. Um. I'm gonna tell you why it's for revenge. Okay. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, when women cheat, mm-hmm. they think of their partner like, oh, "I wanted some flowers. He didn't give me flowers this day." It might not be this shallow, but it's just like, "Oh, I will hope." It, it, like, it's not that. But shallow. I know women that have expressed to That's me like, mad it, "It's this shallow." Like, "Oh, at night I just be wanting somebody to talk to on the phone, and this person made me." Like, I talked to this person gotcha. on the phone. They, they gave me that comfort. They gave me that security, yeah. whatever. Whoop, whoop. <clears throat> they didn't express it to this partner, so then they end up cheating in that way. Like, it's because of the lack of you doing something. Whereas with men, it's just like, nah, she was just throwing it at me, and I, I was drunk. I was horny. I, but see, that's not it. That happens with women as well. And let me... It, it, that, that, I said nine out of ten times. So I, there's I think always that's, that. I think that's too much. You're giving them too much credit. I think you give them too much credit, B. Trust me, dog. As some look, I think, I, at one point in time in my life, I only messed with women who had partners. I was only messing with women who had boyfriends or fiancés or whatever. All right, now cool. Now when they cheated with you, why they why they, did they tell you why they cheated with you? Yeah, because they fuck with me. Because they fuck with you. And go ahead. That's I was go. gonna say. Now, do you think it's, that they went back to their partner and said, "Oh yeah, I fucked Reese because the chick told he's me cool. one time I have to get this out of my system because if I don't, I will always regret it." Oh, she, that's the one out of ten. She's wilding. No, no. no <laughs> she's wilding. No. <laughs> she's wilding. No, she is wild. She was wilding, of course. But that wasn't like the that wasn't the only joint. There was other chicks that say, you know, like, oh, you know, he'll, he'll never find out. You know, you cross state lines or, you know, whatever. I asked a chick one time, I was like, yo, do you have a boyfriend? She was like, you know, don't don't make this complicated. Oh. And, you know, when we were done, and that was tight, by the way. That was one of the dopest one liners I've ever heard. But when we're done, I no, asked her, it's I like, not. Yes, <laughs> no, it's not. I don't condone none of that. I didn't know it. I didn't say she's she raggedy. That's fine too. It's still a dope one liner. Let <laughs> a chick hit you with some shit like that. Yeah, so you got a boyfriend. She's raggedy. She looked me dead in the eye. Don't make things awkward. Oh, okay. So, so here's my thing, Reese. With them chicks, when you cross state lines and things like that, yeah. 
when you cross state lines, it's like, um, uh, it's uh, mind you, wait, let me say this. That wasn't me cross state lines. It was her cross state lines. She's only in town for a night. Yeah. She never got to see you again. No. Boom. So she don't have to bleed into you like, man, I just want my boyfriend to notice me. I Fam, I conduct interviews with people. You think I don't ask people questions? I asked. I think when she hit you with that line, you said interview over. Oh, What's happening? I postponed the interview until we were done. Thank you. <laughs> then when we were done, I picked it back up. And then she probably just served you answers or whatever. To but see, but we can't just invalidate what she says at I, that I'm, point in I'm time. not invalidating it at all. What I'm, I'm saying I'm is, not. but I asked her afterwards. I was like, you know, what's, what's popping? She was like, you know, I just, you know, sometimes I just don't feel like I'm, you know, loved enough. I just don't feel like he's affectionate enough. But again, those revenge. are the same things. Not necessarily revenge. Oh, That's not revenge. Revenge. He didn't do something. So it made her seek. But that a lot self. of men do the same thing. A lot. I'm trying to tell no, you. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you like this. <clears throat> men, when they cheat, more often than not, it's literally just because uh, there was bras in the room. They was choosing. I just got on. I, nah, that's not true. I, I said a lot of more times than not. Let me ask you. You said you don't cheat, right? I don't. I mean, not to. Of course you don't. I, Absolutely. I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> of course not. As a serial cheater, I'm going to tell you that my reasoning for cheating has never been that there was just bras around. Oh, oh, okay. So. Checkmate. Checkmate. No, 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 no. You're trying to get me. Oh, you're trying to get me. So back when I was in high school, okay. remind you, it's like eight. This is a long time ago. It's yeah, like yeah. years, years ago. Everybody had a relationship where they used to cheat or whatever. Of course, yeah. When I cheated back in high school and stuff, it was literally just because, oh, she's throwing it. I'm finna knock this off. But I'm telling you, as somebody who's like in a more mature relationship past after that, when I cheated in a more mature relationship after that- You're also a cancer. That, what's that have to do with anything? You feel everything. So what? Look, look, you feel everything. You're still responsible for your actions, man. Because of the ton of things that I didn't do. I, no, you I'm, know the times that I didn't cheat, I think I should be commended for. Absolutely. What? That's like a serial killer being like, yeah, I killed 50 women, but there was 20, there was 200 other ones that I didn't kill. I've already been no, described no, no. as a serial you, killer. You, you've been just, killing, bro. You've been killing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't think that because you passed up on these two other other ones, but you didn't I, kill. Fam, I'm telling you, you don't even know the situations. I'm just saying. I, cool, but we're not gonna talk about have, that. But I'm just, but it's never just been because it was just chicks around, right? It was this how I feel leading up to that because I felt like this person that I was with, I loved. That is the most beautiful person on the planet to me. This person is the, the apple of my eyes, love of my life, all that, anything you can say, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually tired of all the Facebook memories. I hate them now. <laughs> Fucking delete them when I see them. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and so then, like, if I did step out of my relationship and do something, like, it was for a reason. I'm not gonna say revenge, but like. I'm not about to go home and feel appreciated and feel loved, but this chick is here and she... And Why not leave? I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to. Like, why not, though? Like, why because cheat every, instead of be, leaving? Because I... Well, I mean, there have been times where I left instead of cheating. Cool. A number of times. Now, we're not talking about that. Nope. nope Are you talking no. about the times that I did? The times that you cheated and didn't leave. Oh, because I wanted whatever that attention was. I wanted whatever that feeling was. You know what I mean? Because women will shower you with with compliments, and they'll be and they'll be cold. They'll Welcome be, to the re show. I'm here to say fuck that. <laughs> leave. I, Just leave. <laughs> look, Get out of there. <coughs> this is not me telling anybody to cheat. Get out of there. I'm not telling. I'm not telling anybody to do what I did. I'm the look. I'm the scumbag, right? I'm the scumbag. <laughs> public enemy number one. All that shit. I'm just saying. In the times that I didn't leave, I stayed for a reason. 
these are the reasons why I stayed. Because either we were beefing or something like that. I know if I'm hitting you, fam, there was a time I hit my ex. I'm like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to leave. Where are you, where are you coming from? Why are you leaving so late? Da, da, da. Fam, I'm literally telling you I'm getting ready to leave. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm just communicating with you, right? I want you to know I don't want you to have to worry about me and driving back and all that other type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you might as well just stay where you're at if you're gonna be staying that late. Come on, fam. Why? Now I'm here and this chick has been throwing it at me all night. She's been showering me with compliments. She likes my smile. She loves my way with words. This chick loves my eyelashes, B. Rich yeah. cheated at a revenge. You ladies did him. It wrong. wasn't revenge. It wasn't revenge. <laughs> but it was just the it was just a feeling of appreciation. So this is what I feel like. Right. I'm not on trial here. Oh, you're not at all. You asked the question. By I'm the way, answering the question. So I'm dialing back to your original question. Okay, was like, just take your partner back. Yeah. No. Anytime a woman cheats, it's always worse. I don't Why? care. That's no men and nobody <clears throat> can ever convince me that when a woman cheats, it's the same as nope. Anytime a woman cheats, it's worse. I'm gonna tell you why. Men will really just cheat just off the strength of whatever. Women will hold you down through the most treacherous shit. Okay. Seeing that, seeing okay. as women do that, your mom, your grandma, your girlfriend, your sister, they'll hold you down through the most treacherous of things. Okay. Men you think of, some men will hold you down through the most treacherous of things. So when women cheat, you really like this dude. You know why? Because before women- I believe that. I do I, believe I, that. Before women engages in like sexual activity with a dude- mm-hmm. You at least walk to the court of I could be with this man. You at least walked it. You you might have walked him in like ah nah. I believe but that. But you 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 brought yourself but, but to that how, point. But, but men okay. don't do that. Men just be like oh, I'm gonna knock her off and she's gone. Not every dude's like that. You know that every dude's like that. When That's I, the ideal situation. For disclaimer me. disclaimer. When I say men and when I say women, I'm not talking about all men. I'm not talking about all women. Everybody knows there's I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking like. Majority mm-hmm. women will before they before they have sex with a dude, mm-hmm. they might flirt with him, have one night, whatever, and in their mind they at least got to the point of could I be with this person for the rest of my life? Even if it was just like real quick, nah, can I be with this? Nah, okay. dial back now with just just pure pleasure. That's it. You don't think that women do that? No, I'm saying women do that. I'm no no no. What I'm saying is you don't think that women can just have like that. That quick little moment of lust and just, that's just it? I think that women, because they're so intuitive with everything. Women have superpowers, so nobody's ever going to let me believe that women are degraded to not having superpowers. I don't think, okay, so let's dial back a second. I don't think they that. They have superpowers. It, but with, but come, but what comes with that, right, is discernment. I think women, one, who are smarter than men, right, who are more capable than men in a lot of different areas, I think that if we have I'm that ability. Yeah, I got you. He's, he is not in the mm-hmm. greens. Um, but I think that if we have that ability, then they have to have that ability. If they're better than us, right? They're smarter than us. Right. They're more capable than us. Then they have to be able to have that as well. I, don't I think, think that we don't, like, we don't like to see women in that light. We don't like to give them that autonomy. I don't think that that's an ability. Do you know how many women I've slept with that have told me, like, this is it. Like, we're not doing nothing else. Like, I just want you for this. Cool. I didn't say women can't do that. What I'm saying is every woman that you slept with at least walked to the... They didn't want to play the game. They walked to the court of, could I be with Reese? And they, they might have got... That's a hell of a question. Let me see what's over there. Nah, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. If the ball bounces over here, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to shoot a shot, but that's it. I, I ain't even going to play on I don't even think that. 
I absolutely believe that. I absolutely okay. believe that. Okay. I think that um I think women think on a on a frequency a lot more uh, akin to how we think more often than what we give them credit for because it's not it's not the ideal way to look at women, right? Like right. they can just look at us as disposable. Fair. Like we don't look at women as having like complete sexual autonomy. Being right. able to just pick and choose who they want to have sex with and nothing more. Like we think that a lot of times that we're the only ones that can dismiss the emotional capacity, and that's not the fam. I'm trying to tell you. No, I'm. I I'm not and, saying listen, that listen, at all. I'm not saying women can't do that. But you, I'm just saying, listen to me, bro. I lived in a brothel <laughs> for a long time. The manor was a brothel. Were you a prostitute? Sometimes. <laughs> you, know how, you know how many women came to the house, bro? That was just like, oh, I'm just showing up for this, and then I'm leaving, like. And I, I don't look at myself as the most desirable bachelor out there. Okay. So I know, <laughs> I know, and I've had, and I have conversations with these women, right? I love conversation. I'm a conversation starter. So right. we talk about these things, we get in depth. Like, and I, I've asked women that I've been with, like, slept with, did you ever see yourself being with me? Chick was like, oh, no, no, absolutely not. I'm like, damn. I'm a little offended, I'm a little taken back by that. But I mean, that's just the honesty, you know what I mean? That we feel like women aren't capable of a lot of times. Now, do you ever think that she said no? Be and, and and let me dial back a, just a little bit. So, with me saying that mm-hmm. women go to this court, they might go to this court in their mind for such a brief moment that it's overshadowed by that. I'm not going to be with this person, I just won't fuck. Uh, that's possible as well. And so, as men, mm-hmm. dudes are always go to a chick and be like, oh, I just want to knock this off, I can't be with her. Uh, yeah, we know that, and like. I, I can't be with her. I didn't even think about being with her. I didn't even think about doing that. I just thought about knocking it off. She got that booty. <laughs> like, she got that thing on her. You know? She got that that's wagon. All, that's all niggas. Yeah. Like, niggas literally think that. And I feel like women, at least, that idea pops in their head, no matter how brief, no matter how slim. And with that idea popping in their head, mm-hmm. if I'm not saying, like, I'm not excusing any man cheating, so I don't want anybody to hear this and be like, oh, you excuse me. No, gotcha. I'm not neither, neither, I'm not condoning it. If a man cheats and it's just like, oh, she just had, she was just throwing it. Really, I just wanted some head and then yeah. I just want to knock it down after that. Okay, that's fair. It can literally be that simple. With women, it's just like, nah, when you cheated on me, I know you've seen this man. I know you, you thought about me. Let me finish. I know you thought about me. And then you thought about, because, Women aren't fuck downs. They are fuck ups. Why? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you why. I'm, I'm going to explain this to you. No, I hear you. I know exactly what you're saying. Women to be with a dude, when they cheat on that man, best belief. Oh, oh you're in this? <laughs> this best belief. If I get caught cheating, it's because the dude that I'm cheating with, I can either be the same or be better than when I am with you. Absolutely. Dudes are fuck down. Well, you certainly will. Dudes, damn, I... I she had a 401k. But here, but here's, but here's she had me in a wait, retirement hold on, plan. Hold on, hold on, wait. This bitch working let Macy's. Me this. <laughs> let, me, let me say this. I, I will say, because I, I think the reason why men fuck down is just because of our, our nature and our instinct to just pursue, right? Fair. I mean, and, and I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that none of this is right. But in times- I, I'm not either. I'm not either. But not, I'm not you condoning gotta, it. You like, speak facts. Yeah, but I think just our ability, because like, when we get with a woman, she's the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. right? I don't think that every woman gets with a dude and thinks that he's the cream of the crop. And I think, and I think that's how men fuck down. I think that's how women fuck up because every every woman that I'm with, I feel like is the best. I feel like she looks a bit like my last chick was beautiful. 
It's gorgeous, right? I didn't think anybody looked better than her. Like you can say whatever you want. In my mind, don't look. make it seem like I'm saying that. No, not, I'm no, just... not you. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know, in my mind, that's who was like the epitome of beauty, right? Like she's the pinnacle. I heard you. But if it was a chick that I may have cheated with, and I said may have, because all alleged. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may have, may or may not have done, but I'm just saying, like you know, but any chick that I, I might fuck with, she's just a, like you said, she's a bust down. It, that's the, you know, what I'm saying that's it. There was, there was she some meant nothing. I'm sorry, <laughs> not at all. Like that. Wait, so that R. Kelly meme where he's crying and they got him like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's what niggas do. when they get caught cheating. It's just, I'm. It's not me. She is lying. I didn't have. I didn't Fam. mean anything. You know. You know what's okay. So to answer the question, because you didn't ask me, but I, I will answer. I probably could take my girl back if she cheated. You are a thug. Well, I, I understand why I'm people cheat. Here. I'm out of here. I'm I gone. Un- listen, listen to me. Listen I'm, to me. You broke Look at my me right soul. Now. Look at me right now. I understand why people. I'm a lot more reasonable than a lot of people. You know. Here's my thing. I know how effortlessly I work to maintain a healthy. All right, I'm gonna keep it funky. I'm not gonna act like I was this big relationship guru and all that stuff. Before I met who I'm with now, I was I might have been a piece of shit. And I know before that, I just didn't really care about nothing. So who I'm with now, we communicate on an effective level to right. where if you're lacking in something mm-hmm. and you cheat, that means you didn't even give me the opportunity to Understandable. Like cover up for that. Especially, you. especially you go. if I, you built the groundwork to be able to do that. You are at it. But I'm here. I'm just saying, fam, for those who don't have that. Right? right, because that's what happens a lot of times. Like, there's either miscommunication or lack of communication that takes place before the cheating happens. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you from experience. Hey, you, I don't feel appreciated. Let's have a conversation about that. Then somebody says, "Oh, well, that's on you. You don't feel appreciated. Then that's your problem." All right. Well, hey, that, that's when you should. I know, know you be with that person. And I and I said, well, I mean, you know, we all make. It comes with experience. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it right? comes with And we have to like. We have to take uh, responsibility for our actions, right? You stay somewhere where, you know, you probably shouldn't. It's probably unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That's on you, right? Like, but you believed in that thing. I don't fault anybody for standing in an unhealthy relationship unless it gets physical and there's, like, that kind of thing. Agreed. Then I'll tell you, you know, you you have to move on from that. But, you know, um, you never know, right? We all have faith in the thing that, we're, that we exist inside of. Agreed. In, in my relationship, I believed in it. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted it. I fought for it. You know what I'm saying? But at, at a point in time, it was revealed to me that it was unhealthy. It took, a, it took a lot of different circumstances for me to understand that this is no longer a possibility. But it took me to get to that place. You know what I'm saying? When things were revealed to me at, at, the, at the beginning, I was like, no, I'm fighting through this. Like, this is salvageable. We can fight through You know what I'm saying? But um, to get back to what I'm saying, like, I, I understand cheating. I understand it. I understand lack of communication. I understand, you know, you feeling like, and I understand people being young. I understand people, you know, feeling like they're in the prime of their life and, and all that type of stuff. I understand taking advantage of something. I'm an opportunist. So here's my question. Go for it. Which you understand cheating. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. Right. I completely do. But I have a question. Yes. So when you cheat and you get caught cheating and you want to get taken back, what is your goal? Like, what is your goal? You left. What's the goal? N- now, now. Wait, sidebar. Let me go off on a tangent real quick. People often think that cheating is just having a physical encounter with right. another individual. Cheating happens on so many different ways. Me and my wife said when we walked, watched it, she showed me a Red Table Talk where some lady was talking with Jada. You told me about that, yeah. About cheating. And I was like, yo, this is crazy because there's other betrayals in relationships that mm-hmm. happen that aren't held to the highest value. The only thing that cheating has over all these other betrayals is there's a face on it. 
you cheated with her or you cheated with him, I can I can see. I can I can You know where to direct your anger. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you. And so my thing is more so, um, I feel like when you establish a relationship with someone, you mm-hmm. have to place ground rules. You have to, I won't accept this, I don't accept that, I don't accept this. But when you say you're not willing to accept something, you have to be willing to reciprocate that. Like, I don't accept disrespect, I'm never going to disrespect you. I don't, <coughs> ex- I don't accept cheating, I'm never going to cheat on you. Now, right. cheating works on different levels. Of course. Cheating to one person could be like, did you fuck her? Right. Yes, you cheated on me. Cheating to somebody else can be like, did you call him on a late night because you needed somebody to talk to? Yes, you cheated it's because I'm supposed to too. be your person. Like, you yeah. feel me? She, I've literally talked to different people. She was like, oh, all she did was give him some head. He didn't cheat on me. Whoa. But I've talked to other women who's like, nah. What made her think it was cool to get that close to my dude? But you also got to think about different parameters in different people's relationships. What was what I learned in this last situation I just went through is what's cool for some is not cool for all. Agreed. You know what I mean? So you got to understand like what that person... And we can't go digging in other people's relationships trying to establish certain things for them. Agree. I completely agree. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once you feel like you're cheated on, you were cheated on. I don't always agree with that because everybody's not always. Some people get offended by simple shit. Now let's, let's not let's not say cheating. Let's not even let's take cheating out the equation. Right? right. Somebody's offended by something, and it may just be like again a miscommunication or something like now, that. Now, just because you're affronted or offended by something doesn't mean doesn't make you right. Now, if if it, it doesn't, so like if you're in a relationship with someone and it's like a. One of my biggest pet peeves is being cut off. Mm-hmm. It's there's a science behind it, but it, I was looking at the time. My, yeah. my biggest is that an thing. Hour and 20? No, it's just twenty. You got twenty minutes left out of seven. Ah, <laughs> got you. I was wondering how that time was counting down. I was like, okay, got you. So, so my biggest thing is, uh, uh, I don't like being cut off, mm-hmm. and so. And that's a thing for you? I wouldn't think that bothered you. Nah, that's really a thing for me. That's really, really a thing for me. That's you why seem so unbothered by so much shit. Uh, I try not to be unbothered because there was a point in my life where I was bothered with everything, and mm. it was it was very destructive for myself. So okay. I try to now I just try to be water or be uh, uh, what they call it, Rain-X. And when, <laughs> when just shit just roll off of you, I just try to be that. I just try to be that because there was a point in my life where I was bothered by everything, and it was gotcha. it was a reckless. Time for me, I just had a lot of reckless behavior, so I try to just make sure I hone in on like, uh, all right, I'm gonna let that slide. I'm gonna let that gotcha. slide. I'm gonna let that slide. But when you communicate that with someone, like if I told you, hey Reese, I don't like when people cut me off, but then you actively keep cutting me off. Yeah, I'll give you like a couple times, like Reese. Oh, you mean like in talking? You mean yeah, that, talking. is that what you mean? In yeah, conversation? Yeah. yeah I Reece. thought you meant cut off like no communication with that person. That's what I thought you meant. Oh, if you don't want to talk to me, fuck you. I That's why I said what I anyway. said. That's why I said I, I didn't nah, think that would bother you. Okay, matter of fact, okay. there's only one time in my life where somebody threatened to cut me off, mm-hmm. and I was bothered by it. I'm married to that person. Nice. <laughs> no, and I'm I'm not saying Shout this. Shout out to her, man. I love her, man. I'm She's not tight. saying this for the podcast or nothing. She knows this. It was one time where I was just like, nah, I wanted all the smoke. You ain't just let me go like that, man. That's no, tight. We gotta holler. <laughs> we gotta talk about this. But so in like conversation, let me get my thought out. I know sometimes I'm long-winded, but like I'm getting to where I need to go, but it's helping me to be able Surprise to do the podcast myself. when you talk a lot. 
And you like to hear yourself talk. Even you know what? I'm, I'm I'm working. I'm working on some stuff. I'm working on some Try. stuff, Reese. I'm working on some stuff. I'm just surprised that you uh, <laughs> you feign like you don't like to talk, but every time and every time you have any alcohol in you, you get to talking. <laughs> um, I don't want to be one of those people who's like oh, he always feel like he got something to say. Nah, if you want, if you want to hear what I got to say, then I'll talk to you. Hey, fuck them people. Do it. Heard you. Heard you. Heard you. Heard yeah, you. Fuck them. But I've learned. Um, over my years, like sometimes you just gotta listen to people. Yeah. You, sometimes I I just be like, and you see me at the house or anything. I just be quiet and just listen to people, and I just ask questions. That's the only thing I'm saying. Hey, you're good at that. You asked me hella questions and this I, morning. And I, I told you I was interviewing I, for the job. Like I ask hella questions. Just, Wait, you get to your point, man. See, you are long winded. Get to your point. Oh my fault. <laughs> you, look, you keep asking me <laughs> questions. That's another thing. I'm not good at multitasking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, this this year I'm trying to learn how to multitask. But what I'm saying is like. If I'm intimate with someone and they cut me off, and mm-hmm. that might feel to me how someone else feels being cheated on. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. But there's yeah. not a face to them cutting me off. It's your face. And there's there's levels. I to love it you well. though. I can't really be that mad at you, but I do feel betrayed because I expressed to you that this bothers me, and you gotcha. keep doing this thing that bothers me. I think that in I'm not saying that it shouldn't bother you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, again, whatever's in your, within the parameters of your relationship. That's what it works for you, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think there are levels to like the different things in relationships, right? Like, so say like somebody cut you off, right? Mm-hmm. My thing with my ex was she didn't want me to curse at her. Mm-hmm. I curse all the time, mm-hmm. so I didn't think it was a big deal. But when she expressed to me, "Hey, I don't like when you know we're in an argument, or whatever," you curse at me. I don't mind coming off of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It. I was like, that's kind of silly, but whatever, right? It is what it is. Like it just you know depends on whatever that thing is and you you know your relationship whatever you establish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think there's levels to that as well, right? Because like if you if you disrespect me, if we're having a conversation. You disrespect me. You can't try to pull the "don't curse at me" thing no more. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Fuck no. You did this thing and you kept doing this thing and you knew it was pushing my buttons and you did it on purpose. Now you can't try to establish a standard. You can't do that no more. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned is you can't be a storm in a storm. No. Because you were in a storm already. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying by that for people, whoever's going to listen, I don't know if Reese is still canceled or not, but <laughs> what I'm saying- Absolutely canceled. Keep going. <laughs> what I'm saying is- And who cares? I, I don't oh. care shit. My nigga asked me to come holler at him. I'm going to come holler. Jesus Christ. So what, what um, I'm saying to that is this. I noticed some people are like, oh, because they did this, I'm going to do this. And it's like, all right, well, is you going to do that already? No? Right. Then, right. then don't do that now. Right. Just because they did that. Now, let them, just let them be foolish. Mm-hmm. It essentially, like, the, even the Incredible Hulk, the angry superhero, everybody know the Hulk has a calm. Mm-hmm. If you're, if he's mad and you're mad at him, nigga, I'm going to just get madder. But have you ever tried to argue with somebody that's just talking to you like, Okay, so your point is, da, 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 and you're yelling, and da, da, then you, eventually you feel dumb. I'm doing all this hectic shit. Fam, that's for... been me the past three months. I've been the calm person, I'm, and I've had a lot come at me, right? Heard you. I, I've stayed, <laughs> seen it. You've seen it, right? And you see me stay calm, right? I'm not gonna. I have a. I have a rule, bro. I don't argue with women on the internet, mm-hmm. right? Not only do I not argue with women on the internet, and excuse my language. Oh, I know we might go a little overboard, but I don't argue with bitch niggas on the internet either. So, mm-hmm. like, when I see, you know, some things that I see people coming at me, I'm just, fam, I don't, you're not going to knock me off my perch, bro. 
Right. You know what I mean? Eventually, what's going to happen is people... Because what happens is when you're calm at first, people are like, oh, you got to do da-da-da. You got to... Nah, fam, what you become? And then what happens is when you get an opportunity to look back at that, that, you know, whatever that interaction, especially on the internet, someone will be like, oh, man, you wasn't even trying to turn up like that. Mm-hmm. This person made themselves seem foolish, right? Because let's say, you know, um, you know, two people arguing, you know... You, from afar, you from don't afar, know who the fool is. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, and so it's like, I, I just choose not to do that, G. So I've been the calm person. Mm-hmm. I just passed a couple months, man. It's been nuts. And I just haven't responded with the energy that I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, one, it's foolish to do that, right? And I said this on the podcast before. As a person who speaks a lot, I often misspeak. Sometimes I say things wrong. In my rush to get my words out or to be understood or to be felt, sometimes you might just say something that's ill-advised. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to shut up. I've learned to just sit back. There was a situation today on Twitter that was popping off. My name was all in it for about 10 different mentions. I didn't say, I didn't say a word. Because for what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> because what happens is if I get embroiled or get enthralled in that, and now I'm embroiled in this argument with whoever it is, mm-hmm. right? They're going to be like, oh, you guys are stupid. Everybody's dumb. You know? Nah, fam. One, that doesn't require my input, for one. Uh, and for two, I don't have anything to contribute to that. Nothing positive, at least. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna stay over here. And I've I've watched that. They try to pull that card on me, but it's like, nah, you guys is corny as fuck because yeah. you you're saying this because you're saying this because of a specific reason. You know I don't look dumb, mm-hmm. and on top of that, you know that whatever I'm saying, I have actions behind my words. You guys actually know me, so don't don't right. don't try to play me as one of them foolish people that just <laughs> type. <laughs> my thing is, man. Um, even with like arguing online and, and all that, like we we have to be better, you know. And, and I and I continue to preach that to everybody, bro. Like a lot of this stuff only exists on the internet. People only want to argue, you know, for the internet, fam. We personas, man. I, I said I said to somebody like, man, arguing with somebody like, bro, I've been around you. I've been around your kids. I've been around your family. I've been around your mom. What's the point of me trying to fight you every time I see you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want that smoke because it's foolish. You've been around my kids. I've been around your kids. I bought your kids' birthday presents. You know what I'm saying? What are we fighting for? This is stupid. Just don't mention me. I won't mention you. Let's leave it at that. And there's a lot of people I, I encounter that way. Just like. Yeah. We all, fam, I say this all the time. We need each other. Right? Seattle's only so big. And with everybody complaining about gentrification and everybody being moved out of the hood and all that type of stuff, you know, and, and, and all the different things that are here set to divide us. And we're dying at a crazy rate. How many people died over New Year's? You know what I'm saying? Or the week leading up to it. How many people overdosed? You know what I'm saying? Or how many times did we hear, you know, one of our friends say they wasn't going to make it through? Mm-hmm. We need each other. There's no point in us trying to put divisions or put dividers between ourselves. That's stupid. I'm here for everybody, fam. And not, not one time you're going to call me and I don't answer the phone and I'm here to, you know, and, and I won't be an ear to you. Even people, man, like I said, I mean, there's people I know that, that have claimed that they hate me who have called me crying recently. Recently. Wow. That I had a lot to say about me recently who called my phone because they know I'm there for them because, you know, if you need somebody, I'm there for you. You know what I mean? We need each other. There's no point in, in again, you know, being uh, divided amongst ourselves or trying to spew hatred and, and all that, trying to tear each other down. For what? If anything, but let's try to lift each other up. Like I said in the last podcast, I had a homegirl, December 28th, she said she almost had a suicide attempt. That's my partner. That hurt, mm-hmm. I broke my heart. I called her instantly. I, I don't even like her best friend. Mm-hmm. Me and her best friend don't like each other at all. We hate each other. But I wrote to her, I texted her, I was like, hey, thank you for being there for so-and-so. Because without you, they probably would have never made it through. Mm-hmm. Our personal differences aside, you did a great thing. You know what I'm saying? Again, it just goes on with the rhetoric. We need one another. 
So all this ridiculously stupid shit that people keep spewing and people want to be beefing and want to exist on the internet and have problems with each other. Like, come on, dog. None of that matters. None of that matters. Which is why, going back, I understand why people cheat and I would take my girl back. Once. You're not doing this. You're not coming back to the house. Your breast won't like dick and you're going to tell me you cheated on me. That's not going to happen. You just said you take her back once. So that sounds like Tank saying, (laughs) never mind. Let me go into that. that. (laughs) That's not the same thing. I know exactly where you're going with this and that's not the same thing. I'll take it back the first time. But but anything you continue to do, you do repeatedly is habitual at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Doesn't have to be cheating. It can be anything. Fuck that. You cheat on me. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't I don't feel that way just because I like I said I understand the mistake. You know what I mean? Like how how great is the mistake that you make? How great is that mistake measured? Here's the thing. This is this is the thing, bro. When I Women cheat, they get nasty with dog. You got nasty with this nigga. Fam, you look at me. Look at me. I've cheated and got nasty. I know, because you're just a nasty nigga. No, because I'm, <laughs> Cause a, I'm no. a nasty motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the ugly truth about cheating. You're going to do everything. You did everything. You didn't cheat with limitations. You didn't cheat with... With blinders on, you cheated. You went and you had sex with somebody. Come on, man. I really don't like this conversation, man, because it's so out of pocket to cheat. Like, <clears throat> it's is it? so yeah, it's out of pocket, bro. Like, it, it's like I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not trying to condone it. I I, I feel I'm not but saying you, you're asking right. from my rationale. I think yeah. that if you're with somebody, you're with that person all in. You guys establish whatever in front. Like, yo. That's I'm, ideal. And now, now, if you can't do that, don't be with that person. It then what? Be, then what is a okay? Then let me ask you this: What's an acceptable mistake? I mean, I'm not. I know you're not a Christian because I know you, I saw you. You know, I heard you. <laughs> I know you're not a Christian, but, it, but when I say, die, don't be saying he accepted Christ as his savior. I saw that, you, yeah. you a goddamn lie. But it does. But it does say in the Bible that no one sin is greater than another. Now, with you going with that. Um, I think that kind of ties into you can't blame people to how they react. No, I the way that I interpret that is somebody made a mistake. There's always some type of... How do you of, mistakenly cheat? No, no, I didn't say you mistakenly cheat. Like, you don't cheat and then say, oh, my God, I made a mistake. No, you cheated. That was the mistake, right? No, 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 That no, was no. a mistake. Here's my thing. It wasn't... No, I didn't say an accident. Those are two different words. So I think... And I think that's where you're going with that. I didn't say it was an accident. A mistake is something that you did wrong. Mistake is... Something that you did wrong <laughs> thinking that you were doing right. No, I don't think so. I disagree. I think it's just a, you moved in a way that it wasn't conducive to anything positive. You, you made a misstep. You had a lapse in judgment. And at the time, I thought what I was doing was right. Or you thought it was permissible. and You thought that you can get away with it. That's fair, too. But it's still a mistake whether you got away with it or not. It uh, was still a misstep. It doesn't mean that... You know what I'm saying? It was right. I feel like cheating requires too much for it to just be a misstep. Fam, a lot of things do. When people rob banks, you know what I'm saying? When I hear people talk about, I heard Omarion and his girl, or uh, what's her name, April? Mm-hmm. I heard April talking about her uh, situation with Fizz, right? Mm-hmm. And in the interview, she was saying, Omarion's this and Omarion's that, and he's done this to me in detail, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you know, I've made my mistakes. And that was such a blanket statement. I hated it. Because people don't, because people, people won't detail their mistakes. <laughs> no, right? no, no, detail but their a, mistakes. But a, but a mistake is it's, it's just a mishap. It's something that you did that was probably ill-advised. It doesn't mean that it was an accident. You did it on purpose, right? But that's still it could still be a mistake. So now we're getting into semantics. No, we're not. No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. So remember how we talk about how people 
play into like Twitter trends and things like that. They mm-hmm. use certain words mm-hmm. to play into whatever the big trend is. Right. Right now, the biggest thing is trauma. Everybody's trauma bonding. Everybody's been in trauma, whatever this that, and third. I was talking to my wife the other day, and I was like, "Nah, I actually been in some shit. I didn't know was traumatizing until somebody else says what they've been through, and I'm like, "Oh, that was traumatizing." Oh, that was weak. I thought I thought what I went through was normal. But you're adding degrees to it. But no, it's just like that. Like, yeah, it was traumatizing. My parents got a divorce, and I was in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Oh, that's traumatizing." Uh, okay. I'm not even registering what I've been through as trauma. Yeah, like you feel me? I'm fucking four years old. I watched my parents about to kill each other. My, I, I watched some shit go down, mm-hmm. and that wasn't even traumatizing for me until I. Got older and understood trauma and was like, maybe this had an effect on me, but whatever, I'm fine. And so <clears throat> it's like when you make people like to say, Oh, I made a mistake because they know that a mistake is open with you made a miss move, so I'm creating a space for forgiveness for you. Right. You don't think that that should exist when it comes to cheating? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Because when you cheat, everything mm-hmm. is going into this cheating. Like, you, you're you attracted to this person. You're looking at how to get this person. But to that's everything, bro. How, I'm going to bring it back to this. Mm-hmm. I said I don't like being cut off. You yeah. don't calculate cutting somebody off. Sometimes it's just like... Either you do or you don't. The, the spirit spews <laughs> into you and you're just like, let me catch you <laughs> off right there. <laughs> and it just let me say this before I forget my thought. When you cheat on somebody, you thought about every step you had. Give him my number. No. Go with him home. No. Man, it's not that complex all the time. It absolutely is. No, it is not. It people. You can make an excuse that it's not. It absolutely is. It's not. But you have to make. I'm telling you, situationally, it's not always that. Complex. Reese, next time you knock something, I want you to retract every time that you could have said. No, to but, this the, but what I'm saying is that the, all those steps aren't included in the joint all the time. There's definitely been chicks that I, I definitely and it just be boom, boom, with. boom. It be A, B, yeah. I don't even have fam, I don't even remember their names. I don't remember, the, I don't have their phone number or none of that. It you, was it was more immediate than just you're a whore. That's fine, <laughs> ain't that how they say it in the, in, in the my movies? <laughs> Janice is a whore. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that it's not always that complex. It, it, no, I'm not saying we that. We put a lot on it, man. I'm not saying that it's that complex to cheat. What I'm saying is retrospect. Now, here's the thing about a mistake. When you make a mistake, you go back and you look at the steps and where you missed, where you made your miscalculation. So you're saying that cheating is not a mistake? Absolutely, because fucking someone's not a mistake. Because even if you fuck, everybody has had sex with somebody and you're like, damn. How How's it not a mistake? It's not now, an I'm accident. I'm going to tell you, how did this happen? Why did I fuck this person? Whatever. Now you're gonna calculate. You're gonna redial every movement that it got to you guys to get to that point of fucking. Okay. So when you're with somebody, sometimes it's quick, man. If you fuck somebody on mistake, I don't want to hear cheating is a mistake. But see, you keep saying, you, you, you see how you see the verbiage you just used. You said on mistake because you're you're synony, uh, you're making it synonymous with on accident. No, I, no, no. I didn't say accident. Mistake. You use that verbiage, family. Okay, that's how you as use a mistake, a, as a mistake, and I'm saying as a mistake because yeah, mistakes happen. Where it's just like, yeah, I I know people that have fucked people, and it's like, damn, that fucked up our friendship. That was a mistake. I I, I shouldn't do it. How I was thought, that any different? I, I'm finna tell and you it why. It was intentional. I, I'm finna tell you why. We got two minutes. This is why Which the means mistake. You have about thirty seconds. All right, thirty seconds. This is why this was a mistake. 
you thought that you could have sex with this person, you guys go back to being friends. No harm, no foul. Okay. Whenever you have sex with someone else and you're in a relationship, there's always harm and foul. No, there's not. But I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you're with someone else. What's, what's no harm, no foul? Unless you guys are just in swinger clubs and you guys have you an just, open relationship. You just don't get caught. That's look at me. Not, not look, look at me. I'm telling you right now. You don't you get do caught. That's the. I just said no. I just said I don't get. Don't criminalize me. I'm just saying something. Not getting get caught, caught is not harm. It's still foul. I just say it wasn't foul, but it's not harm. And if there's no harm, I'm definitely not gonna tell you it's not foul. I got away with one. Just because something's not harm. I told mean I told the chick foul. I was with before. I was like, I think you cheated on me. I don't have any way to prove it, but you need to just understand that you probably got away with one. You probably got away with one. Did you find out that she got away with one? No, I didn't look after that. I didn't mm. go hurt my own feelings. But your feelings was already hurt. I don't care. Anybody that imagines it, I was I was like, affected by it. Hurt. But I was like, you, you know, know. Let's just communicate. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. Look <laughs> you at me. This ball. Look at me. Look <laughs> at me right back. now. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you don't get found out about. I'm telling you, niggas. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag and say I'm slinging none of that. I'm just saying, man. Sometimes you just don't find. Let's do this, man. We got to wrap. Look. All right. Look. Congrats to y'all. On the, on the marriage and the reception it was beautiful. Shout out to I shout out to Jaquay and Eb. They had two ceremonies. They're both beautiful. Yeah, that was dope. That um, was hella dope. I that was so tight. Yeah. Um, I think Macanelli's show just dropped again. They had a, that episode last week. That was tight. Shout out to them. They need to drop another one. I like their shit. Yeah, this man. shit is fun. <laughs> uh, shout out to the He Said He Said podcast. Ray and Jay. Those guys are hilarious. They just had Keisha credit on their last uh, episode. Shout out to them. It dropped today, which is Monday. So. By the time you hear this, it'll be Tuesday. But um, who else, man? Oh, I will say this. I have to stop supporting people who don't support me. Heard you. Heard I've, you. I've got a lot of hate from a lot of places with people who I've supported. And I was like, oh, okay, word. Say word. Nice. That's another so thing with being a calm in a storm. Yeah. So Let them be the storm. Of, Still support them. Yeah, nah. I mean, you know, we got kicked out the last spot. We're here now. Shout out to O. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, brother, man. Um, I don't know much shout outs. And we ran out of time. But I am grateful for each and every person who's, who's listened to the podcast and who continues to support and listen to us talk our shit and talk our nonsense. And um, somebody's going to go back to my ex with this, and it's going to be crazy. Listen to Doc Holler. D-O-K-H-O-L-L-A. Shout out my guy, man. Doc Holler. <laughs> All right, man. This has been episode 57. 57 of the show? 57. And, yeah, we, we're out of here, B. <laughs> Somebody's going to hit my ex. He said it. He said it.